0: something random ASMR <laughs> is, is, is that, is that ours to this episode <clears throat> no, 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 no no we did that already yeah we did, we did the, the ASMR episode oh I got the microphone with the bite in it <laughs> <laughs> that means it's the tastiest microphone Joel or at least it looks
1: the I know tastiest. why it's because I'm using the mic that you usually use Yep.
0: I know they say eat the mic maybe but that's why I sound Muffling.
1: I
2: wonder if that's the case. Someone I mean, just took it literally. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yep. I wouldn't be surprised. People are crazy. I all. God is great.
2: Beer is good. And people are crazy. And people bite into microphones sometimes when they're hungry.
1: Yep. God is great, God is good, and we thank him for our food. We're gonna thank for this food tonight. We're gonna thank, thank, thank the Lord to broad daylight. We're gonna thank, gonna thank the Lord, the Lord tonight. Ba-bam,
0: ba-bam.
1: We sang that at church camp. I believe it. I don't believe those are the exact words, but it was along those lines. That's
0: that's pretty fun. That, I haven't I, I haven't heard a rock around the clock parody. We there were so before. many.
1: We did one before every meal, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then we did them, we had the more serious ones for worship. Some
3: songs are very serious. You know what? I,
2: I This is how we're going to start. I'm going to start with a story. Okay. That one. What's and here? welcome to the Something Random podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Charles
0: Joseph Kelly. <clears throat> and I'm your co host, Michael C. Macbeth. <laughs>
1: This is Joel Adam Chavez. I'm still trying to control my breathing. That was he, the last one, I swear.
2: He realized it like mid-breath. And he's I like, did. You could see it on his face, and he's like, oh, I messed up.
1: But from now on, I done goofed. I'm done going to do the chocolate rain I done. Chocolate rain breathing. So I'm going to lean away from the mic every time I take a breath.
2: It's, Love it. Yeah, it's great. How are you guys doing? Good. 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 Good? Good and busy. I just turned 30. Oh, it was your birthday. That's right. Birthday. Happy, yeah. <clears throat> happy birthday, happy my
1: friend. Happy birthday to you. Happy
3: birthday to you. I, I clapped. I
0: clapped. Happy birthday. I only got de- one of de- my 30 de- spankings de- uh, de- on the actual day, so I don't know what that means. If that, like, mm-hmm. Who was it? If that bodes not well, Brian.
2: So is there a rule about spankings after your birthday? Like, can I spank you thirty times during this show? Uh, no, because that would be an incredible <gasps> reach. That would just be a sexual first of assault
0: as well. Yeah, and no, that, that, that that's does make me uncomfortable in this workplace. Okay,
2: I'm glad because it's consent. Because I asked you about spanking you before I actually did it. So that's true. I'm I'm not going to follow through because there's consent. It, there's no consent here. I was gonna say, you mean there's no consent. <laughs> yes. you, you don't have it. Okay. <laughs> you don't no, have it. <laughs> I don't have the consent. <laughs> Sorry. So so birthday. Mm-hmm. Are you doing anything big for the the big three zero Or
0: did you? Um I didn't do anything incredibly big. I performed two shows. He he did on some cosplay on his question birthday. Yeah. I played dress up, put on some pantaloons and um. Yeah, <laughs> big it was pants. a fun day, though. I, I mean, a lot of people found excuses on stage to wish me happy birthday, which was fun. Um, That's fun. Yeah. That's and in that particular show, there's there's so much background conversation that it was very doable. Mm. Other shows might not work. Yeah.
1: Right. Joel. Well, good. Yeah. How are you, man? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. I have been working on
2: this drop. In my basement. I have seen your Snapchats about how pissed off you are at this thing. No, I'm not. Listen,
1: this is a new new thing for me because these aren't stage drops. These are drops for a photographer. So they have to be like really, like they can't have imperfections like the ones I plan for uh, normally. So, yeah, it's just a little more of a challenge than I'm used to. Right. It's, I think I'm finally done. That's awesome. Yeah. As of I finished up last night. I looked at it dry this morning, and I went, "I'm not going to touch it. I ain't going to touch it." And so that's, I think I'm going to roll it up and call it good. That's awesome. Is it like muslin? It's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's been I've been working on it way too long. This is I have three to do. This is my second one, so I have one oh, left. Gosh. Woof. Yeah. So. Ufa doofa, my friend. Ufa. But I'm happy to to be done with I'm happy to roll it up and I'm happy to put my couch back because when I wanna watch movies in the basement now, I well, I still sit in the same chair, but I Put out a little rug.
0: It's <laughs> like put my feet on it, and uh, yeah, it sounds a little bit like my room. Honestly, <clears throat> you you all we've all discussed our bed situations, mm-hmm. so you all know that I have a loft bed, right. which is a bunk bed without a bottom bunk, and I recently acquired um, a beanbag chair in the shape of an easy chair. So it's got oh, little armrests it, on it. And it's so nice. I can just angle my TV down and just chill on the floor. That's awesome. Right. Does, does it do does it also have like a cup holder in it? It has a little pouch on the side for remotes and stuff.
3: That's so cool.
0: Yeah, I dig it.
2: Where did you get the thing? Target. Target, Target
0: boutique.
2: boutique. Yeah, okay,
0: you got it. You got it. <laughs> You're picking up what I'm laying down. Uh, uh, I am,
2: I man. Am. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. I believe, Target uh, man. tar Target <laughs> boutique. Target. I go to uh, the the the
0: Target. Well, so no, like Yeah, that soft G sound, you know, it uh it's it's a big point of contention on the internet always has been. Gif or jiff.
2: Okay? Yeah. I I mean it's 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 gif. It, it, no I mean it's gif. I say gif. I say gif. I don't care what people say I, say, it's I say gif cuz that's Giffy Pop.
0: You say, yeah. What? Giffy Pop. No, I say GIF. I okay, yeah, it's because I was GIF. I was saying Jiffy Pop, but that's with a J. Yeah, I know. I'm I was just, like, I'm being stupid.
2: Is, is it a? Is it you know? You got a you've got a Jiff and you've got a gay peg? Is that the other one? <laughs> right. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one before.
1: That is, yeah, I just say GIF because well, first of all, jif is a peanut butter, and um, I've just been saying GIF. Yeah. Ever, when I read that word, it looks like GIF to me. So yeah. that's just what I say. Same. Same. The inventor of it. Apparently said it is GIF. Who cares about that? David? But I still say GIF. Yeah.
0: You can't control what the public wants. So that guy can GIF off. <laughs>
1: right. Yes. yes. Oh, thank you. Yes.
3: Okay. So, <laughs> gentlemen, watch out now.
2: What have you been
0: watching this week? Ooh. Um. I know that we are going to have one of the we're same things.
2: The, we're gonna have We're gonna all talk about the big thing. The big, the big in, right? The big in? Did you watch it as well? Series of Unfortunate Events? No, no. no. Oh. The Jesus Christ. Oh,
0: yeah, you guys go ahead and talk the about things.
2: that. Because I,
0: I. Well, you start. You didn't do your see thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I got to watch season two of Series of Unfortunate Events, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed season one. I read all the books between season one and season two. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed season two even more after reading the books. How many books are there by the way? 13. 13. Yeah. And they're like
2: they're children's books.
1: They're like they're not like long ch- chapter children's books or right? anything. It they're gets like...
2: longer. It's not like Harry Potter where they get like long long long. Yep. These are like yeah. short. It's like it, the it's first probably... couple of Harry Potter
0: books, it's about that size. It's probably like 4 or 5 hours um, on the okay. books, which I is what you. I did. All right, okay. Um, they're short. Yeah. And so I I was just I was very pleased with the format, the cinematography is it's is gorgeous. just spectacular. It's a great it it show. gives this gives this really overarching, depressing vibe. How do you how, how do you pronounce shot? that word? Overarching? No, gives. I think it's jivs. Oh Jesus, this is a thing now. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so the the set work is is excellent. You know, some of the character work is not as brilliant as it could be yeah. but for the most part everyone does an excellent job and I just think as opposed to something like Ready Player One I think it does an excellent job of abbreviating the books without skimming over important things they they really really have a handle on
2: what, what the book is specifically what, trying to say the point of it yes yeah. I mean like I watched it too and I mean I have my problems mostly because every single book is kind of the same like plot wise which is which <laughs> kind of is, like Amelia Bedelia they're yeah, all the same book. Yeah, it's it's the same book so when you watch the season you're like oh gosh I watched when it's eight episodes right Yeah, I, yeah, I wonder
1: what's going to happen now. every two
2: episodes is yeah. the same story gotcha. but it's with different characters and gotcha. stuff
0: okay. however the Vile Village they really start to take it in a new direction yeah
2: I agree but I mean you still have the, the, the kids go to a place and Count Olaf shows up and nobody thinks that he's him and then they have to you know convince them Everybody that it's count all off, and then somebody, usually the person that they care about the most in that book, dies horribly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it's Whoa. no, it's
0: yes, it is a formula, and I mean you can't crank out thirteen books without having some sort of formula. It's true.
2: I I agree, and I mean like it's a kids' book, so I can't complain too much, but and they handle it very well. Yes, even though it is very formulaic, and Patrick Warburton is
0: such an excellent narrator. Yeah, I mean he's. <laughs> That whole cast is very well cast. It's yes. uh, Neil
1: Patrick Harris, right?
0: Yeah, Neil yeah. Patrick Harris, yes. and that. And I was talking to a friend recently about this, and and I I I do agree that it it is a bit self indulgent. And the movie with Jim Carrey was the exact same thing, mm-hmm. the, the same flaw. That yes, Count Olaf is of course a very wacky character, and very prominent. But they always make it so comedic. Like they go for the joke and, and not stay
1: yeah. true to the character. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because, because really,
1: that, that is a, the That's one a Jim Carreyism, too.
0: For yeah. Sure. yeah. That is really the one difference with the books is that Count Olaf is, is a, a
2: terrible a character. A terrible,
0: mm-hmm. terrible character. Yes. And, and you, don't, you don't want to laugh. I think of things like Les Miserables. When, when I was performing in that, the Tenardiers got such laughs and such yeah. applause, and it's like, these are the worst people in this entire story. Mm-hmm. And But just because they're doing things in a silly way, that suddenly makes them everyone's favorites. And I was so pissed off the many nights that Javert got a melodrama-style boo oh, during, during Curtain, curtain Call. I curtain call. Yeah. am mm-hmm. like he's the the most conflicted, but he is not the bad guy in yeah. this story like if anything, the one who is scraping things off of dead bodies in the sewer right. is the bad guy, yeah,
2: yeah that's always that's very interesting to think of it that way, like people choose their villains even though they're not necessarily villains that's interesting yeah well and and
0: then the Disney the old school disney idea is that you are automatically the villain if you're ugly right. Like that, <laughs> yeah. that was that was the
2: point they were trying to get across and it's so worked. that makes that makes me the ugly one of this po- or the, the villain of this podcast i'd say it's a toss-up between the two of you but uh, that's just me
0: <sighs>
3: <laughs> whoa
2: that escalated quickly. No. <laughs> that, escalated. Deed it, deed it. that That is, in fact, the word, Michael. Right on, right Welcome to on. your one word a week where you can mess up. You don't get any more.
0: All right, Joel, talk to us. What are you even
1: watching? Well, I, you know, I'm still on my movie list, so I just have a handful of movies that I'm going to run through. I didn't watch any TV this week. so. Um, no Roseanne? I did watch Roseanne, but you know I uh, talked about okay. it last week. Okay. So hey, okay. But loved it. You know, obviously that was the one thing I watched this week on TV. Uh, okay, so these are all first-time movies for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna run through them real quick. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, Ooh. so good. Watched it for the first Wait, time.
2: Hold up, yeah, you I had never, never, seen it. Se- you had... Joel Adam Chavis. Yes, has never seen. I, Revenge know I of I have. The... I watched it this week. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know James Cromwell was in it. I also, really? he, yeah, I didn't know he was okay. the dad. And I also didn't know that Elliot from 30-something was in it. He is the guy that plays the violin yep. with the big glasses. Yep. God, he's the funniest part of the movie. Anyway, um, I watched Flashdance. Are these still like Oscar winners? Or you? No, like, no, no, no. These are not Oscar, Not all Oscar nominees. There's, these are, I just have a really long list of movies I've never seen, and that's what I'm watching okay. now instead okay, of movies right. I've seen over and over. I watched Flashdance for the first time. Underwhelmed. It's it's okay. Bad story. Yeah, bad it's story. Okay. The movie was made for dancing. Yeah, the way Dirty Dancing was, mm-hmm. but Dirty Dancing had a story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Flashdance was just a bad bad story, and the girl's kind of a bitch. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, Sully was great, but not super exciting because I already knew the story. Right. I mean, like so... we've all. Heard yeah, I story. mean, I'm, I was I was so into that story when it happened, and like I followed it. It was interesting to see the portrayal, but the movie was eh, it was it was good though. They did a good job. Jumping Jack Flash with Whoopi I, Goldberg.
2: I saw that you watched yeah, this baby. one. Yeah.
1: Um. Again, kind. Of, oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Again, kind of a not the most interesting story, really. Right. But uh, she makes everything funny, so mm-hmm. it was great. Yep. Um. Cleopatra.
2: Ooh, that's a classic.
1: Cleopatra. Have either of you seen it? And the, the, no. the classic one, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I'm still not actually not finished with it. I've had three sessions now because the son of a bitch is over four hours long. It's a long movie. It's okay. I mean, like, it's not really my thing. It's it's definitely good performances. The costumes are amazing. The sets are amazing. And back in the '60s. They built all that stuff, you oh, yeah. know, like they built the big boats and all that stuff was real. So that's kind of cool to see all that. But this, I'm just like, it is way too a lot long. Of, it's too long. There's a lot of information, and it should have been two two movies. If,
2: like you know how 2001: yeah. A Space Odyssey is a frickin' long movie, yeah. and it feels even longer because yeah. of those long takes. <laughs> yeah, Cleopatra feels longer it's... than that.
1: Yeah, because there's the, the information never stops coming in Cleopatra. Yeah. It's you know, I, I could have been two movies. I would have watched them both and probably been happier. But anyway. Well,
2: what would you title the sequel to cleopatra
1: cleopatra 2
2: cleopatra 2 Cle, cleo 2 no that's, that's I don't
1: know yeah I don't know um and finally I watched it last night I can't believe I've never seen this but I finally watched Poetic Justice uh with Janet Jackson and Tupac Shakur yes great movie yeah. I loved it I thought it was great it was probably my favorite thing that I watched this week um I have never seen it, but
2: I've heard good things about it's it. It's
1: great. I love Janet. Janet, for me, is the one that I've always had a crush on. She's just so adorable, always has been, that that smile she's got and everything. And she's a great actress. I'm always surprised that she wasn't in more movies. Yeah. Um, I also have always had a crush on Regina King, who's also in the movie. <laughs> so uh, there's kind of two big crushes for me in there. But uh, Tupac's a great actor, too. I was surprised he didn't do more stuff. Well, I guess he died real young, but...
2: Yeah, that's what happens when you get
1: murdered, yeah. you know? But uh, anyway, um, I loved it. I would recommend them
2: all, except Flashdance. <laughs> but most of you have probably already seen it. Yep. So. All right. So I watched whoops, a series of Unfortunate Events. Yes. Um, Tori and I talked about this uh, a couple weeks back when she was on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, we wa- She watched the third season of Love. I finished oh, yeah. the third season of Love. Oh, yeah? And it's so good um it's, it's already up to three seasons and it's over the show isn't done like huh. they uh it's a jed apatow show so it, but and he's like this is how we're gonna end it so they ended it at season three good and it ended i, I kind of want to talk about the ending a little bit because there's a lot of problems with it online and i it ends very happy like a bit too happy Okay. Of an ending for for a show for like this for the point of it yeah for the point of the show and I think and I, I this is kind of my thesis on this show okay. is the characters um, at the end end up together well, you know spoiler alert you know that that happens but um, everybody around them right um, is very upset about the situation that they're in when it comes to them being super, super happy. So it ends on this really, really happy note. But all the other characters are like, are you guys sure you want to do this? Are you are you absolutely sure this is the way that you want to take this whole thing? Okay. So I think it was supposed to make people feel uncomfortable when you're like, these people yeah. shouldn't be together. And then how it ends is you don't know the, you know, how their relationship Ends or anything well, like I that. Well, I was just
1: going to say it kind of sounds like it like it ends with a question mark. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah,
2: and I think I mean that's that's the obvious one, and a lot of shows do that, where it's yeah. like, ooh. But I think this one is like, all right, they're obviously making really bad rash decisions in this moment. <laughs> okay. They and it's not going to end out very well for them. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's how I read the show, and it fits perfectly with how the the show is. But that's my interpretation of the ending.
1: Okay. So. Yeah, you're supposed to say spoiler alert before you say the
0: ending. Yeah, by the way, so. about that. <laughs> sorry. To anyone I didn't say Darth Vader is Luke's father. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Damn it! It's all good. It's all good.
2: <laughs> I didn't. Sp- yeah, I, didn't. I think you're okay. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Saying that people are happy at the end is not a spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so I watched that. I watched uh, series of unfortunate events. I watched Legion, the the beginning of season Ooh, two. Have you watched? Oh. I haven't yet. Uh, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Holy crap! So this show is a. Superhero show. I think we've talked about this before. It's the son of Professor X. Yeah. Yeah. So they okay. at the end of season one, spoiler alert, they they <laughs> revealed that he is Xavier's son, right? And apparently they've been in talks with Patrick Stewart to get him on the show, which is kind of cool. Uh, but that's besides the point. Um, the whole premise of the show is this guy who has schizophrenia, right? So and he also has superpowers. Now he doesn't know in the situations if he's picturing things and seeing things and if it's real or if he's using his powers and it's this like strange like is it true or isn't it true and there's like bollywood dance numbers jermaine clement <laughs> is in it and he plays awesome. a great character opry plaza is in it and she plays his invisible friend uh it's got this great great cast high legion I am your invisible
0: <laughs> friend. This sounds like the most random collaboration. Of crap <laughs> it really does. I've ever heard.
1: That's crazy.
2: Yeah. So, mm. so it's it's really it's strange. It's weird. They start season two off even weirder than anything that season one has ever done. They start with a brand new dance number, which is like a dance off between uh, the the lead character and the two villains. So it's like this weird dance off between them and. They hire like really like in like interesting hip hop interpretive dancers and stuff like that, and it's it's cool. And then there's also these two girls with like really obviously fake mustaches, uh, <laughs> who have like robotic voices, who can see the future, kind of. And there's this guy, okay, another person okay. who has a bucket on his head, right? And they, yeah. And the reason why he has the bucket on his head is so that people can't read his mind. It's weird as heck, and I can't mm. recommend this show enough. It's really, really good. It's really hard to watch sometimes, but it's <laughs> it's really worth it. Um, it's my it's my favorite thing on TV right okay. now.
1: Netflix, where where can we? It's find on it?
2: FX, FX. Okay. But uh, season one, I think, is on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix, or is it on Hulu? One of the. Okay. I know it's like for sure on Hulu. I was, it's around. Okay. But yeah, it's it's on one of the things, or at least Hulu, Hulu plus sign. Hulu Plus. <laughs> Hulu Plus sign. Do you have Hulu Plus sign? I've got Hulu Plus sign.
0: I do have Hulu Plus sign. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I decided that I'm going to keep Hulu Plus sign for the time being because there's some pretty cool stuff on there right now. Yeah. it's
0: It's been a little more reliable than Netflix as far as
2: regular content. Right. And then uh, Joel, we have one more that we both wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. uh, the big JCS, yes. Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. and. We're gonna go an in-depth review on Jesus Christ Superstar. So, Joel, mm-hmm. do you think he's what they say you are? <laughs> I totally messed that, that up. <laughs> okay, you want Okay, Michael, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a second chance at this joke. Alright, ready? And take two. You are clap. Joel. What? Do you think they
0: are what they say you are. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: all right. Take take three. Here we go. Ready? And... I've got to get this. Okay. Ready? Hold. On. Take a deep breath. Do you need Do you need to practice your lines? No, I got. Okay, it. You got. You got. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Take three. I go. am so ready for this. Quite, wait. Quiet on set. Quiet on set. Mm-hmm. Speed. <laughs> Joel. I...
0: What? Do you think you're what they say you are?
2: Uh, yes. I don't know how. What <laughs> am <laughs> I supposed to say? I don't know. The, <laughs> I, the, the, the best response in the situation would have been, line. I get, yeah. <laughs> Are
3: you a god? Uh, line? I don't know. Okay. What's your name,
1: man?
2: Lined.
0: Jesus Christ.
3: Uh, so, uh, broad strokes,
1: Joel, what did you think? Um, well, I still haven't seen the very beginning, so I, I suck at that. But um, I'll start with what I loved. I, I don't know the people's names, so I'm just going to. You'll have to help me. I liked um, Judas. The Judas guy was played, great. The guy that played Judas. He was amazing. Loved his voice. I liked um, what's her toes? Sarah. Uh, Sarah Bareilles. Sarah, Bareilles. Mm-hmm. Sarah Bareilles.
2: I, Yep. She was great. Uh, John Legend was pretty good. Yeah. Yes, I agree. There was one moment that I don't know if he was lip syncing or not. I don't think he was, but there was one point where he was like hitting a high note and his mouth didn't match up with what was going on. Oh, really? Yeah, and it's hmm. I don't know. I I'm gonna look it up I'll again. To look at it again. Because Bob Latchaw mentioned something on Facebook. Okay. And I was like, huh? He's probably not. Bob's probably just you know, hi Bob, welcome. Hi if you're Bob. Listen, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, you know what? Uh, we have to say sorry about a thing. But that's besides the point. Uh, But Bob, um, hi. Hi, Bob. I don't know if he was lip or not. He mentioned it, but I was was like, I pushed that to the side and then I saw it and I was like, whoa, that's... I'll have to look for it. I may have not seen that
1: part yet. (laughs) I thought he was. I thought he sounded pretty good yeah. overall, though. I, I I do like John Legend's voice a lot. I think it was somebody that was on our show mentioned. I can't remember who it was though. Mentioned that he's not the greatest live. And I think, I think it was may
2: Maya have, mentioned it, yeah, that.
1: Yeah, but it, it, I think that may have been just kind of what it was. Maybe he was just nervous, weird about doing it that way. But anyway, um, I liked Alice Cooper. Um, I thought he was great. I was not crazy about the. Pontius pilot. Pontius pilot was uh, not good. Um, acting choices were decent. Yeah, I, I liked a lot of his acting choices. Not the best singing voice for me. This is my opinion. Especially at the end when he was really out of control, right before the crucifixion. It was
3: bad. It's it's
1: it, if you gotta. It, you're acting and singing in tandem. You can't choose one or the other. You have to do them both. And he chose to act more than sing, a lot more. Mm. That's the way I look at it. And That's it did not. It did not sound good. It no, sounded it, bad. It, it, so
2: it it looked. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. But, but uh, like it I was said rough.
1: though, his acting decent, singing. I wish he would have stayed with it more.
2: I was. I was. Disappointed mm-hmm. in Alice Cooper. I mean, I oh, mean, really? Like, yeah. I mean, like, he. It was just like, hey, I'm Alice Cooper, and I'm just going to make a couple quick jokes that somebody wrote for me. Yeah. And then I'm going to sing my song and stand here in one spot, and then, you know, then drop the mic because that's what somebody told me to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just like, you're. This, it was the most boring part of the show, but the dancers it, were great. Yeah,
1: it was. I will I will agree that it was somewhat underwhelming, but I, I also think that it was directed that way. Because if you think about Herod, that's kind of what, what I mean, think about the original movie. That's kind of what it was like in that too. Mm. He kind of just stood there and he was real. You know, kind of monotone. And he just, didn't even really sing. Yeah. So it was kind of... I kind of under picked that up, but I wish he would have done a little bit more, but yeah. I, I liked him though. I, well, <laughs> I'm a, I'm also a tired Alice Cooper fan, so... Right. The Simon
2: um, was freaking great. The guy with the shaved head with the tattoos on his head? Yes, He's yes. He awesome. I liked
1: him. Oh my gosh. I, um, the ensemble as a whole was great. I, I kind of liked a lot of the stuff yeah. they did, like with the towels and the sheets. Yeah. That was neat. Um... And I haven't seen very many productions of JC Superstar, so I'm not quite sure what all is traditional and what isn't. But I love, love, loved the during the crucifixion when the four walls opened and closed in the shape of a cross. You know what I'm talking oh,
2: about? Oh, it was the best part of that the show. That was really cool. So I actually so, rewound it and watched it again. M- Michael, are you, you're planning on watching this, right? Yes. So can I? Can spoiler I sp- alert! Spoiler alert! Jesus gets crucified. <sighs> What? (laughs) So, I think we made this joke last week. They do the same
3: ending as in Godspell? Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Um so what happens is this whole set that's been just static the entire time opens up into a cross and he just like passes through the back of it and it's this gorgeous it's
1: really cool and he's like and he like
2: excellent and it just like he just like backs up into it and just disappears into the fog yeah
1: the bright bright light was directly in the center from where the camera was shooting it was just really neat so it didn't go out until it was completely closed it was really cool
2: can I I say really quick why that scene frustrated me yes because it was so so gorgeous, uh-huh. and why did they not? Why Why did the filming crew decide to not? They had a gorgeous set. Why was that the only shot that I went, wow, that's uh, awesome? Yeah, yeah. Everything else, I, I, it was like handheld, it was all over the place. They cut between everything so quickly, and I was like, I want to look at this beautiful set. Yeah. Stop, hold it in one spot, make a beautiful, beautiful shot, let it sit there for Freaking five seconds! Yeah, I agree.
1: Whenever I watched filmed live performances, as in, uh, like professionally filmed, and they're up on stage, and I always have trouble because watching a live performance. You get to look at the entire stage the entire time. Yeah. And it's always a little bit harder for me to have cutaways and things like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the handheld stuff on stage. Maybe. I didn't like it. It was too, I, I, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it when they, it was too, it was too shaky. They were out of sync yeah. whenever they were on the handheld cameras. Uh-huh. The, the the music didn't sing up, sync up what was, with what was going on. The only time it worked so it bugged me.
2: When it was obvious that like they brought somebody on stage with the camera because mm-hmm. they were like, it was, when you know right before jesus was getting crucified and they were like interviewing people and it was the scene oh yeah okay. where they actually like were yeah. using that camera specifically on it that worked for that scene that worked for that but the rest of it was like overused right, no it was too much. so
0: overused and you know speaking as people who pretty regularly run cameras mm-hmm. in live theater yeah. it's it's such a balance because you want to see everything. You want to because, see as much as you can. Right, right, because a lot of people, especially theater people, enjoy watching background stuff and not the main action. Oh my god, are you kidding? Um, yeah, that's that's some of the greatest stuff you'll ever right. see. and so it's like, well, but we don't just want a wide of the proscenium, and so you have to have this this give and take the entire time of, here's a wide, okay, now here's some focus on the side action, now here's the soloist. Well, now yes, yeah.
2: so like, but... They cut between like it was like shot 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 and they would cut between it so quickly that you couldn't enjoy the beautiful much, yeah. set that it they created because the set gotcha. was gorgeous absolutely gorgeous and the only time that they just kept the camera just sturdy just in one spot was just that the only time was the scene where Jesus uh, passed through the end of the scene. And you
1: know what maybe that was intentional. It may have been intentional I'm because sure the value was. was greater.
2: Yeah, but so you never. Know. I don't, yeah, it was. It was a wow moment. But I was yeah. like, there. There are so many other moments in Jesus Christ Superstar could that I yeah. could have seen that, and i will be like, oh my gosh, that's great. Here's a pitch for you. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: You're you're familiar with the 360 videos, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what if we applied that technology? And made no, hear me out, okay. 180 videos. Yeah, yeah <laughs> okay. I knew you were going to say that. So, yeah. so you've got a 4K, mm-hmm. um, framed image, mm-hmm. constantly, of the entire stage, mm-hmm. and whoever's watching on their device mm-hmm. can move around
2: their view at well. They like.
0: I think that would be awesome.
2: I Do think you know be that, really cool that will too? be the
0: way to watch.
2: You know what would be really cool with that, too, is be able to choose your specific camera, too, because there is technology that allows that to set up, like, four Mm. different cameras. Oh, I want to watch wide for this shot. Click the wide so I can see the entire dance, right? Keep it on that. So actually give viewers a multicam option. Yeah. And then also, you know, give a multicam option. Attach... One of those cameras to John Legend's forehead, (laughs) so that he you can see from the John Legend point of view. Yeah, Hmm. we call it Legend Cam. I mean, Jesus Cam. No, it makes me think of
0: uh, Mario Kart Eight and how you can you can kind of tailor your own.
2: instant replay videos of your race. Mm -hmm. And you can, well, I mean, like in Mario Kart, you could slow things down. So if it's like, Jesus, (laughs) really Yeah. So (laughs) quick story
1: for you. A hundred years ago when I I did, uh, I played Gideon in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers.
0: Oh, you did too?
1: I know. I know. We played the same role. (laughs) Of course, I was a a young little whippersnapper and about 70 pounds lighter, but that's beside the point. But uh, they filmed it. And um, I, there was a specific part that I was excited to see on the camera or on the tape when uh, all the brothers and the wives are doing this dance and we all were in the in a V formation and we all sachet out to the side and lift our girl up and hold her for a couple seconds and then bring him back down. I, I wanted to see how it looked. I never got to see it. I was in the show, you know, and on the film at this time. Um, The girl that was playing the little – there's a little girl in the show, and um, the person they hired to film the show was that girl's aunt or uncle, and she was running around in the background, so they were zoomed in on her, and we (laughs) didn't see any of that, any of it. And I was like, I paid $15 for this video, and I just missed the part – the one thing I wanted to see.
2: So there was – okay. Very
3: unprofessional. I I do have to talk about (laughs) – Very.
2: I do have to talk about – my experience with that um we filmed a show last year mm-hmm. and there were a bunch of kids dancing and there were well, it was like three years old right and it was like a, maybe some some form of tap or jazz dancing of, of some sort Oh this oh yeah I know and this kid cool. kept like looking into the pit right and like started walking towards the pit and I'm immediately like grab my camera and turn towards the kids. I'll be like, you know what? America's Funniest Home Videos would love this. Oh and he almost like before somebody like grabbed him up really quick, uh, almost <laughs> walked himself into the pit and all the, into the entire audience goes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: We could have made money on that if he had gone in. I know, man. <laughs> have you seen the YouTube
1: of that version of The Miracle Worker where Helen Keller walks off the stage? Yes. Oh. Oh. And what's oh. the funniest part about it is that a guy in front of the person filming had just gotten up to leave to like go to the bathroom or whatever, and mm. he just walks out and he... <laughs> I don't know. That, I found that funnier than her falling off the stage. Right. he kind of, like, didn't even care.
2: So, um... Poor girl. I wouldn't post that to America's Funniest Home Videos. But... Specifically because <laughs> Bob Saget has been doing a bunch of interviews for his new Amazon mm-hmm. special. Yeah. His comedy special. And he's like, when I was doing America's Funniest Home Videos, if somebody fell into a manhole or something like that, I'd be worried about yeah. that guy. Yes. And I I have had this this theory in... Well, not theory,
0: but this this idea in the back of my head for a while now um that yes because because of being very empathic i i can't help but like try to see some sort of confirmation that they are at least alive and not (laughs) mortally wounded you know um and it made me think it's like wow how much you know uh what's the what's the german phrase for uh, scheidenfreude of Schadenfreude, uh, uh pleasure at the misfortune of others i i don't experience that often but i would love to exploit it see what happens if i did this epically long fail video all these accidents <laughs> one after another and then at the very very end come on screen and be like pretty funny right all those people are dead <laughs> how do you feel now
4: <laughs> that's
0: seriously though. Yeah.
4: Oh like God. that
0: that would be a psychology experiment Woo. And then here's what you do. Well, uh, oh, you, you hear I just laughed hysterically,
2: so, so we see how
0: crazy
1: I am. Uh. So
2: here's what you do is then you, you film your performance, right? And the audience response, send that to America's Funny Some Videos. <laughs> okay,
0: yeah. All right, there you go. We got it. We got it figured out.
2: And then what you do is you kill all the people in that audience, right? And then tell the audience who is laughing at American, American Funny Some Videos. No, that's not good. Oh,
0: man. So I think time to move on, yeah? Oh, yeah. All right. Since we've been at this for. 35, 35 minutes. 35 minutes. It's all right, And we haven't gotten to our second question, uh, which comes from Leo on the internet. Thank you, Leo. Thank you, Leo. Yeah. My to pal, you? Leo. Yeah. All right. Wait, which Leo? It's, it's our friend it's Leo. The, the one oh, it's Leo. that Leo. Okay. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Leo. Thank you, Leo. And thanks for the drink this weekend, too. Um, <laughs> Anyways, he asks, um, "What is the most underrated musical, and what is the most overrated musical?" That's a very tough question. No, oh, not it, for me. Well, go ahead. <laughs> for for me, it is because uh, a lot of them have such different appeal and. I can't – like when someone asks me what my favorite movie is, I'm like, I can give
2: you my top five by genre. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I went on a a thing with a person. I would like to call it a date. And it went okay. It was not the best thing. But – she, 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 I was like, hey, you know, I, I you know, watch a bunch of movies. You know, I, I run a photography and video production business. She's like, oh, what's your top favorite movie? And I'm like, you can't, can I ask you that? Like, are you going to tell me, oh, this is my favorite movie? Nobody can answer that question. If they can, they're lying. Or they only watch one movie. I have a favorite movie. You have a favorite movie. Okay, yeah. what's your favorite movie? Thelma and Louise. That's yeah. a great choice. And my my number one is, is swing still kids. Swing Kids. Yes, that's your number one favorite movie of all time. Absolutely. Okay, so then I maybe I'm bullshit. Well,
1: now okay, it, I do agree. If you're going, oh, what's your favorite comedy? What's your favorite horror? Film? That's what's easier. Your favorite? That yeah, that is a little different. I look at Thelma and Louise as. There are scary parts. There are dramatic parts. There are happy parts. There's there are Brad funny Pitts. parts. There are sexy parts. Uh, there are triumphant parts. There's a lot of parts. Parts, so parts. many parts. So
0: anyway, carry on. Yeah. So my my answer <laughs> for the most underrated musical, mm-hmm. I don't think because it is one of the world's longest running musicals that it really counts as underrated. ...is the thing, but I just adore The Fantastics. I knew you were going to say I, it. Fantastics is, is great. It is... Uh, I, I, I kind of went back and forth for a while... Uh, ...between The Fantastics and Fiddler on the Roof... ...as my all-time favorite musical... ...but The Fantastics, because it is so... ...interwoven. Mm-hmm. Every Everything, every line, every movement has a purpose. It makes me think of an Edgar Wright film you know, where every frame has meaning. Yep. And when, when everyone's talking in prose and there's there's all this poetry happening on the stage and underscoring, right? Mm. And then suddenly they start singing and you're like, oh, we're in a musical number. It's such a seamless transition as opposed to every other American musical ever made, where they say, oh, I'm saying lines, and now I'm singing, yeah, you know. You're, you're exactly right, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And so
2: that that alone makes it incredible in my eyes. Um, question question for you about this show. Yes. Um, with the majority of audiences who watch musicals nowadays, do you feel like Fantastics is enjoyable for, because I agree with you 100%. Do you think it's enjoyable for the major audience, or do you think it's kind of like a... No, it's a very niche type show. Yeah, and I, I, show. I agree, because it is it is very... It's hard to watch. It's like, because my... I would say my favorite film of all time is 2001 A Space Odyssey. I could say that. Um, and I don't expect people to like that movie because it's really hard to watch sometimes. It, is. it mm-hmm. truly
0: is. Have you watched it with the audio commentary? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So hilarious. See, anyways. And,
1: yeah, there there do have... There, I think for a movie to be truly great, it can't just be funny or just whatever. It, like we discussed a couple of weeks ago, there's got to be parts that manipula, manipula, manipulate... Hi, Michael. Your, <laughs> I know. Manipulate your feelings and... Sometimes putting you in an uncomfortable position is a way to um, make you, you know, it's not things that you necessarily feel all the time. So it's that's why I think why people enjoy that kind of yeah thing. Yeah, like Requiem for a Dream. I never want that to happen to me, but I love watching that movie because it takes me to that place oh, yeah. and it's scary as hell. Love that movie. You know that's, what I'm saying? That's so.
2: like. True horror for me yeah. that movie because it's, it's all real. real it's real yeah mm. yeah that's that's stuff that can't happen to Do people. Do you have an overrated movie or
0: musical? I don't because I've got one. because no, I think no. they have their own appeal. I will say that the the trouble is is the mainstream culture overdoing it mm-hmm. with good musicals. Mm-hmm. Wicked would be an example. Uh huh. Wicked it's is, good. It's, mm. it's it's it's. It's okay. a solid musical. I will I will say it that it's it not bad, is. but it doesn't deserve how long and how much hype it's got going for. You're
1: it. right. There's so many other things too that people don't know about. They
2: because they're focused so much on Wicked. So right, I agree with you on that. If I have to listen to Popular one more freaking time, I'm going to. I, I will probably right. murder somebody. But, I mean, it's that's just a symptom. That's just a overplayed. You know.
0: Yeah. That's that's all it is cuz it is a good song and if you know we only had to listen to it 1000 times instead of 10,000 maybe we would still enjoy it.
1: Kind of like Let It Go from Frozen? Exactly. <sighs> um as far as underrated for me I have a couple um but there's a show um that I love called Bloody Bloody Andrew Jackson.
2: That's such a good show.
1: And it was it it, it was on Broadway a couple years ago and it was before Hamilton and it's it's the same style of Hamilton but it's rock music as opposed to like hip hop. And um it's just so cool. I actually was in the regional premiere of it. That's kind of why I like it so much, but um It's just such a cool show. If you haven't listened to that, you should check it out because, especially if you like Hamilton, and, you know, people are saying that history is cool now with Hamilton and all that stuff. And, um,. This is, is on, along those same lines. Um, another one is Sideshow. Not very many people know mm. Sideshow. Sideshow there is so great. There's so much great music in Sideshow, and there are tons and tons of people that have never even heard of it. There is such beautiful music in Sideshow, and you never you, you don't hear about it very often. Um, for overrated, I <laughs> people are going to hate me, but I said Hamilton because it's 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 overplayed, it's overdone, the tickets are too much. Yes, it's great, but come on, it's like Wicked. There are so many other good things that you could be going and seeing. Go see the Secret Garden instead. Go see something you haven't seen. Um, and don't get me wrong. Yes, it's great, but is it that great? Is it that big of
0: a deal? I I don't I don't I, I guess I just don't understand that from I, a from a visual standpoint. I agree with you. Yeah, I think the music is excellent, and as an album, mm-hmm. it stands alone wonderfully. Yeah, I, and, I will agree. And having seen the staging, mm-hmm. I don't think that holds up right. to how great the music is.
2: Yeah. 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 I you know what, like re because uh, re I would say re watching it, but I don't wanna say like the reasons why. I have seen it multiple times. Now that makes me sound like obvious of the whole situation. Well, but like when I when <laughs> I've seen when I've seen the dancing, you know, the first time I watched it I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is great." And I've rewatched it a couple more times and I'm like they really kind of don't hire hip hop dancers to do hip hop mm-hmm. and it was it was frustrating for me to watch that and I was like mm, I I hope this is just like the thing that I watched made it look bad. If I went to see it in person and it looked as bad as I've seen it, I I would... See that as problematic, yeah,
1: and and I went and saw it, and it was okay. I liked waitress better. Oh, you know? me too. I was it just
0: frigging mess. And I think show. a
1: lot of it was the hype. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, Hamilton's so good!" And then when I actually I did listen to the music, I listened to it when it you know first came out, and I was kind of like, "Yeah." But um, do
2: they bake a cake on stage? Do they bake a cake? Oh, so and I mean, they, they actually <laughs> do.
0: <made in> Hamilton. <laughs> they actually do put a bunch of ingredients, and it's pie. By the way. I haven't seen pie. it. It's, it's, it's all about the pie. It's not about the cake. Okay. But do they yeah. bake a pie on stage? Essentially they, they are pouring ingredients into a bowl, like actual ingredients. I don't know if they actually bake a pie, but I would love to see that. A stage where
2: they actually bake the pie. I don't <laughs> think the they dessert. actually bake the no, pie. No, um, no, they don't.
0: That'd be terrible.
1: Also overrated a chorus line. Sorry. Eh, mm-hmm. I I can see that. It's a big long audition. Snore. Um, Phantom of the Opera. Not Phantom, Phantom of the Opera.
0: Oh, yeah. Phantom is. is Everyone's its always thing. like, oh my God, Phantom of the Opera. It's my favorite
1: movie ever. It's my favorite show ever. Really? Have you listened to very many shows then? Because come on, and um, again, the flash dance of musicals, Cats. <laughs> Cats. It's cat, made for dancing, and it's it's not a show. There's no story. There is absolutely no there's no plot, there's, and it drives me crazy because it's one of the longest running sh- uh, shows on Broadway, or it was, and it's it's all about the costumes which like the costumes even i'm kind of like what and i mean they're just very 70s to me and yeah. they never they haven't changed you know or changed much anyway and yeah great you want to make a dancing show great i guess it's not my thing i think it's overrated because everyone says cats is so great but no that's i my i think
0: i'm right there with you and <laughs> i i watched that um my <laughs> i mean i'm glad i saw it live at one point and it mm-hmm. was when the It was when the touring company came through Mm -hmm. the Lincoln Center one time, and my parents got me a ticket. Um, as a gift, and I was grateful for that. But at the same time, I sat there watching, and they're like, here's a cat, here's another cat. You know, I'm like, all right, great, we've introduced some characters. Now right. let's get some story going. Here's another cat. Uh, okay, okay, intermission. Like, we're gonna we're gonna get some plot going in Act Two. Here's another cat. Oh my gosh, it never stops. <laughs> So
1: how many cats are in that show?
0: Uh, about forty-seven. Yeah,
3: and, and they, don't all get have, kno- sad they all have cat. their
1: own—they
2: <laughs> all have their own musical don't numbers. Don't get to know any of them very well, <laughs> folks. Yeah. Guess what? There's even more cats in Cats Two. Oh there's thirty more cats. cats. Too. too
0: many
1: cats. There's
2: too many cats in Cats Two. Also, there's a dog.
3: <laughs> One—that's the one... antagonist. Yes. Hello, I am a dog. I I woof at cats, <laughs> look at me, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> woofing at the cats, <laughs> I oh. do a tap dance.
1: If there are people out there that love cats, I'm glad that you love it. It's not my thing. Uh, Visually, it's great. There's amazing costuming, amazing dancing. Is there, though? Yeah, there is. I mean, it can be. <laughs> yes, there can be. I saw My cousin was in it, and I saw it, and um, I loved her. And some of the music is very pretty, you know, but it's just not my kind of show. I right.
2: Guess. So I want to talk. I want to talk about. Well, first off, my most underrated or overrated musical of all time is Rent. It is. Awful. Oh, my
1: God. That didn't even make my list. It's the I, worst thing. I, was, I was
2: fully expecting that to be your first one. It's the worst thing. It's because I've tried to erase Rent from my <laughs> Like, the whole premise of Rent is a bunch of terrible artists, like, come together, and they're like, hey, let's just make shitty art, or not, actually, let's, let's spend a year writing one song, and rebel and not pay our rent. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. We right?
0: have, we, have. Yeah, we very yeah. much have. And yeah. so let's not beat a dead horse. But yes, can,
2: can I talk about one problem that I have specifically yeah. with Rent, the movie? Yes, right. They used half of the script from the musical as lines. And if you've ever listened to Rent before, it's a rock opera. They don't have very many spoken mm-hmm. lines. So, uh, so they're talking Mar- like Doctor Who in, Two's.
3: in, in yeah. rhymes. Yeah. And it what the. F- what the heck?
2: It sounds like what? Dr. Seuss has written it. Yeah, yeah, it's it blows my mind that they allow this to like. Yeah, okay, Mark. Now you're speaking in rhymes. I would call them out on that bullshit. I'd be like, hey, dude, for the last for the last 20 minutes, you've been speaking in rhymes. What it's, the heck is going on? It's, it's, it's just like the Grinch, Jim Carrey Grinch. All right, mm. it's like really, <laughs> you couldn't
1: paraphrase the script a little bit. Come on.
2: I, I do want to talk about my new favorite musical yes. that I've been listening to lately. It's a it's a space. Musical. It's a space rap opera written by David Diggs, who was uh, famously in Hamilton as Lafayette, and he wrote one called "Oh God, what is it called?" A space rap opera. Space rap opera, and it sounds a There's so
0: much happening there. So
2: it's called it's called Splendor in Misery, and it's about this guy who's um, on just a spaceship that's kind of breaking down, and he's like realizing that he's going to die eventually uh, because like the spaceship breaking down he's alone by himself and there's nobody around so he's it's all these like like space logs of him kind of going insane and realizing that the ship's falling apart it's great it's great I hmm. I, I, I really like it um, I don't think anybody can perform it I think it's just in like an album album so it kind of but it's like one of the things like it's specifically like a full length story it's not like American Idiot where they're like we're gonna make it a rock opera and then not really like have any of the songs Really make sense together. Yeah. Gotcha. It actually that makes sense. American
1: Idiot for me is another one that's way overrated.
0: I like so, the album. So many rock operas are that way. Yeah. When when the when the primary focus is the, <laughs> the music. The music. And not a story. Right, exactly. Yeah. When you're trying to plug songs in and say, How do we craft a story around these already yeah. existing
2: things? Like, you know? Rock of Ages is one of those kind of kind of outliers. I enjoy the show, but they it's they have lines. But that's, not, that's yeah. not a rock opera. Yeah, yeah that's true. So that,
0: that's not a singular artist or true. You but, know. but
2: it's one of those things where they're like pulling in music that's already been written before to yeah. try to
0: wrap a story around that. Yes. Yeah. But they, the, they the wrote sto- the story first yeah. and said, "Oh, what song would fit well here when when this twist happens?" Right. Okay. And the Rock of Ages story is loose and
1: kind of yeah. Like you could tell, it could take ten minutes to tell. You know, it's not that long of a thing. But American Idiot, I walked out of that theater with question marks over my yeah. head, going, "What did I just look at?" I now, have no
2: idea. Question. Because I've seen it. I've seen Her- it three times. Heroin babies, the musical. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this question after the fact, because I don't want to call people out. So, I
1: do have a six degrees for you.
2: All right. Hit me. Um, and Charles?
1: No theme this week. Just having some good, good old-fashioned fun. But
2: here's the thing. We're, we get to introduce our new concept for
1: six we degrees. We do have a new concept for um, our quote-unquote punishment Ooh. for uh, for not getting an answer or not being able to stump the other two, and that is... Um, Instead of choosing a movie for them to watch that week, we are going to be having them perform a scene from a film um, as someone... Whose name they draw out of a hat.
2: Right. So can we can we explain a little bit because we kind of we kind of do this from show to show. Explain the reasons why we're changing things up. Well, <laughs> we've had a little bit of trouble actually following through on punishment Ooh. movies. Oh. I mean, yeah. I don't have time to watch the stuff that I like. Yeah, I mean, right. like, so that was that was our biggest problem when we we turned to this format is we wanted to move away from forcing ourselves to watch things weekly, and then we fell right back into the same problem where we're like, all right, now I'm for to watch this thing and it's like and it's not even a good thing yeah it's not something that I will want to watch right and I think there is validity in watching terrible films and I think that's very important for us to do <laughs> however you have to see both sides of the spectrum yeah like we fell right back into the biggest problem that we had in this podcast prior so i think that this is a great way for us to kind of move into the new yeah. th- move into 2018 folks so we we take our lumps and move on and
0: there's no oh, extra about lumps. <laughs> there's no extra assignment oh my gosh we're going to move on it's going to be great i know all these people they're good people he's doing the accordion hands i, for yeah, those I know you of can't you see me but i my hands are moving back and forth it's very good I, I love the Trump accordion. No. Anyways.
1: Anyway, here's your six degrees. Like I said, no theme, no uh, twist or anything like that. I simply would like you to con- connect, in six degrees or less, Helen Hunt to Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. And I'll give you
0: five minutes. Five minutes. All right. So, folks, we play this very simple. Mm-hmm. Connect these two actors in six steps or less. Mm
2: -hmm. Wow. um, How how many times have we done this, Michael?
0: You may use movies and TV. Uh, No large ensemble cast. And you have to know the name of the actor. You have to know the name of the movie.
1: Awesome. Or TV show. So I'll give you guys five minutes. We're going to be right back with a quick word from... uh... (laughs) <laughs> well, Charles.
2: You know what? We actually may have sponsors. <laughs> An in. actual sponsor. An yes. actual sponsor. This is so exciting folks. I know. Folks. We're we'll going ta- to I'll just moment. say
1: we're going to take a break.
2: That's yes. good. All there right.
1: You. All right. So, Start.
2: starting So, Helen Hunt, wasn't Helen Hunt in in Contact? That was Contact. Helen Hunt, right? I um I don't I didn't see Contact, oh, that so That was uh... Hey there, friends. This is your humble host, Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. Hey, it is the week of KRFC's Fund Drive. Have you considered donating to this great nonprofit? And to talk about that really quick, KRFC has been uh, super, super supportive of us, and we want to support them. Please go check out krfc.fm to see some of their shows, both on the terrestrial radio station and streamed worldwide. They have some great content. I listen to it pretty consistently when I'm not listening to podcasts. I highly recommend it. So uh, also next week, we're going to be doing a postmortem talking about our experience over the last uh, 20 episodes here at KRFC. So it's been almost almost half a year here. Uh, And we'll also be talking about what's to come uh, for the podcast in the future. Don't worry, not much is changing, just some minor tweaks. That's going to make the show better in the long run. As always, we are in need of your help to keep this show going. We are looking for questions to answer on the podcast, and would love to hear from you, our audience. Email us at podcast at or check us out on all of our social medias. Clickable links are in the description of this podcast. You should also check out our other two shows, Talk and Roll, which is a DD and d real play podcast, and Working Out the Kinks, which is an inclusive sex and sexuality show. Both are great Please go give them a chance. Listen to them. You can find them on iTunes, Google, Overcast, everywhere, pretty much. As always, thank you so much for listening to the show, and I love you. You're over time, but go ahead. Um, which <laughs> way did I go? Woody Harrelson. Right? Okay, here we go. I got it. 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 Okay. okay, ready? Helen Hunt was in Twister with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman, one of his last movies, and actually he CG'd into the movie in parts, was Mucking Jay, right? Parts one and two, right? With Woody Harrelson. With Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Zombie Land. Zombie Land. Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg was in uh, both the uh, Ban of Steel Man of and Steel and Batman v Superman. Both of those with Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Okay. How how off were we? because we were over by a bit. Well, you went Okay, we were right. a
0: minute over. So you Hold went on. a minute over. So so we we did not complete the challenge. No.
2: No, I think I we you definitely You completed failed. the challenge, but you needed a lot of help. Two yeah. clues.
0: Yeah. And you went over time. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, we we don't we don't win this round. That was I think both our brains just shut down the second the timer started that is such an easy one to do it should be shouldn't it gosh
1: i even went semi-obscure i'm going to tell you what i had you you did solve it it just it took you a little while helen hunt was in as good as it gets with kuba gooding jr Cuba. who was in radio with a as- sapatha who was in Wee's playhouse with lawrence fishburne hmm. three degrees
0: that's good. So there you nice go. very nice. Ah, yeah.
2: So All right. Do we need to draw from the hat? I yes. So. so, close your eyes. All right. I'm closing my
1: eyes. I've got uh, names in a hat. He said I'm closing my eyes, and then he opened them and looked in the hat.
2: I didn't look in the hat. <laughs> okay. Do we need to do we need to do the impression first, and then you get a guess who we who we're doing?
1: Uh, no, I think.
0: Well, I don't know. Should you tell it tell us who you're doing or? No, I. I I think it'd be fun if if we do it first and then... Yes, to see if we... Okay.
1: Yeah. So the scene I'm having you guys read is from Death Becomes Her. Um, are either of you a girl? I am not. I am okay. not. Um, okay, then. I'm going to have you read for Ernest.
3: Cold reads. Here we I'm go. And I'm going to have you read
1: for <laughs> Madeline. All right. Here we go. Cold read. Let's do it.
2: All right. I don't have a good... It's
3: a good one. Oh my god! What have you done? What have I done? Defended myself, that's what? You plotter co-conspirator! She's dead! She is! (gasps) These are the moments that make life worth living! My god, Madeline, that was horrible! It was brutal! It was stupid! The police, Madeline! The police! (laughs) Oh, what are they gonna do? Put me in a gas chamber? Big deal! Well, what about life in prison? <laughs> Do you know what that means to a person in your condition? Oh, you're so negative. Can't you just for once let me enjoy the moment? Well, what about the neighbors? Don't you think they heard that gunshot? Neighbors? I live been I mean, 12 years in Los Angeles. Have you ever seen a neighbor? <gasps> Do we want to stop there? That's a good place to stop. I uh, know. I want you to keep going. Okay. All right, all right. All right. Oh. 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 I gotta think! I gotta think! (laughs) One of us has to stay rational. I am completely rational, Ernest. We are going to bury her in Death Valley, you and I. I most certainly will not. Oh, no? Pretty strong words for a murderer on the run, which is... let's face it, exactly what you are, Ernest. What if the police should receive an anonymous phone call about you and find me on the floor, not breathing? No, Pulse ain't anybody gonna play dead like me, Ernest. (laughs) What will you tell them? You're going to be very popular in prison. Prison? Prison? <laughs> do you know what they do to soft, bold, overweight Republicans in prison, Ernest? I'll
2: get the shovels, my dear. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> now I have my guesses. I'm guessing that yours was Christopher Lloyd, Michael. Oh, good guess. Okay, yeah. Okay, great.
2: <laughs> Um... I, okay, so mine is... You're not going to guess it. Okay, I have... Is it Gilbert Gottfried? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I was trying to do... I was trying to do Yelly Angry Bill Murray, and it wasn't working. Oh, oh
0: Bill Murray. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I wasn't getting that either. I know. I, I realized halfway through, and I was like, I have to keep with my character choices. I have to follow through. So, back Ooh. in the hat.
1: I... Uh... I kind of want to do mine, even though. Well, you guys. No, you can't You, you guys yeah. technically solved it, but I. No, no. No,
0: no. All right. Nah, buddy. We we're we're short on time. Anywho's. All right. So uh, give me a second here.
1: I close my my toilet. That was fun.
2: That was fun. That was actually a lot of fun. Yeah. That was great. If you're listening to this, I want to know what you think of that new thing. Did you like it? Do you think it was fun? Is my voice really high right now?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Did you think it was stupid? Do you think we should never do it again? Do you think his voice is really low? I don't know. I was trying the whole like uh, shoulder angel thing. Oh, God. <laughs> it worked. It worked. It was good. Should I... we do it as Patrick Warburton? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just gonna let him fall, are you?
3: I'm not gonna do
0: it. <laughs>
1: okay, I'm gonna move on. So we did this game last week where I had you guys pick out which movies were real and which were fake. Uh, we're gonna do that again. I have a shorter list here because I had five last week. This week I'm only gonna do three, and I'm not gonna tell you how many real and how many are fake. Okay. <sighs> Which real is real? Brought to you
0: by Joel Adam Chavez. They
1: could all be real. They could all be fake. What, could be. Is know. that
2: the theme song? Like a weird,
0: like, like mouth trumpet? Yeah, I think we should. Uh, we should get theme songs for each of our bats. Uh, you know. I'll I be... mean, like. <laughs>
1: it, uh, well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. Mm, all right. I'm not going to keep score this time. I just okay. want you to remember who's doing what. All righty. All right. So. You have three movies. Michael, you pick first. A, B, or C? I will go with B. Okay. B. Bed Slugs. (laughs) I love it already. The mayor of Willingworth is at odds with the city when several swarms of mysterious flying slugs take over his hometown. They creep in through chimneys and under the doors of houses, leaving traces of toxic slime on everything they touch until the inhabitants are forced to leave. Soon enough, the small deadly monsters have taken over the diner, the newspaper office, and even killed everyone at a church funeral. Is the real real? I'm
0: going to go ahead and say no, it is not.
1: You know what? I'm going to say true. Okay. Got a yes. And we got a no. Okay.
2: Wait.
0: She pointed at us in
1: You got, got a reverse. no and a yes. 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 I knew what you said. Okay.
2: Yes. <laughs> it sounded fine on radio. In person, <laughs> it was not good. A or C? Uh, ah. got an ah.
1: A. A. The giant gila monster... A couple of teenagers are reported missing in a small Texas town, and it is thought that they eloped. The sheriff turns to his friend, a garage mechanic and leader of a hot rod gang, for help. After a series of tragic motor accidents, it becomes apparent that a giant gila monster is roaming the area, depleting the town of its citizens, visitors, and hot rodding teens. The monster is also planning to attend the big record hop party.
2: Is it real? This sounds so familiar. <laughs> I think this is true. Okay. I am also going to say real,
0: and I'm also going to say it's Gila monster. Oh, well, yeah. it's spelled Gila. It, it's, it's Actually, a, it's, it's a Gila. G,
1: it's Gila H monster. Sounded, H sound G. I've heard people say Gila monster. I've heard,
2: I've heard both.
1: Either way, I think it depends on what part of the country you're from. That's true. I
2: learned it on Magic School Bus. That's, That's why I okay. say niche. Michael says niche. What do you say? Cock. <laughs> <laughs> can we say that? We can say cock on radio. Yeah, because we're talking about a rooster. Yeah. We? Weren't you talking, weren't you talking? Weren't you
1: talking about roosters?
0: Okay. Yes. Anyway,
1: uh, <laughs> last one. Killer shrews. A desperate group are trapped on a remote island by a hurricane. On the island, a doctor works to make humans twice as small as they already are. This apparently will help prevent overpopulation. Unfortunately, his experiments have also created some giant shrews. Hmm. As the shrews run out of smaller animals to eat, they move in on the tiny humans. Is it real? I say no
0: say it's not real Uh, i'm gonna say no
1: okay so we have no both of you said no on killer shrews yeah you're both wrong killer shrews is real
0: oh my gosh is
1: real all right uh bed slugs is not real okay so you were right cj was wrong the giant gyla monster (laughs) Is in fact real. Yeah,
2: I think I've seen it before. Yeah, you may have. It had. A, it, it, it sounds. Yeah. It sounds like it was either on Mystery Science Theater three thousand, or I've seen it in like a movie bin, and I purchased it and watched it. It was big. It had a larger larger box office than I expected. <laughs> when know, I looked it up. <laughs> that's probably why. Was but, it Was um, it in black and white?
0: Uh, that I don't know. Okay. I didn't actually look at that. Look at that, So we but. each got a point on that. You You won. You won this I round. got a point on the other one. So.
1: Yep. Good job. Good job, Woo! Michael. Nice. I'll come up with a theme song for that one. Something less than two seconds.
2: Is it real or real or not real? (laughs) I don't know. Or not, not real or real, real. Is this real, real, real? Yeah, yeah. I like that. this is going. Uh, <laughs> all <righty. laughs> No. No. That was terrible. I'm so sorry. Uh, so, gentlemen, I do have a question for you. Mm-hmm. This question comes from Cecilia. Thank you, Cecilia. Um, and Cecilia asks, have you ever come close or actually walked out of a bad movie? Oh. Yes. Yes. Once. Once for me. Tell me tell you the story i will tell you the tale of me going to see what was it it's the the movie oh, God. i can't help you <laughs> it's the one with jared leto as the joker oh suicide, suicide squad. squad yeah Ooh, really? i I, okay. I was so angry at the end of that movie i was like why the heck did i not walk out of this film that bad huh it, i was i have never been so angry at a movie before until okay, that movie I... Like I will usually try to find something good that I enjoy out of everything. That movie, I was like, this was the worst use of my money. I think I even had a uh, movie, uh, movie pass at the time. I think it was wor- not not worth a free movie. Wow! Mm. So that's impressive. Yeah, I've yet to see Suicide Squad, so I can't. Tell Don't do it.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, it's not worth it.
2: Um, if you watch the trailers, the trailers are better than the movie. Yeah, no
0: kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. And we've discussed this before, but it's it's the editing that, that really made that film suffer. Yeah. It could have been a decent movie.
2: And I, I think, like, it's looking back at it, too, I really think that WB does not give people creative control on their movies, mm-hmm. which is why the DC film, Cinematic Universe, is what they're calling it now, is absolutely horrendous. Like, <laughs> I think Wonder Woman is the only decent one so far and even that was like it was ripped great. off of captain america
0: yeah it was like the story was a direct rip off of captain america
2: yeah and i i enjoyed it until the end and i was like all right that's okay but i mean it was good <laughs> yeah but it wasn't like some of the marvel movies which are you know very very enjoyable right um they're much more like visually appealing than some of those movies so i think that's what those <laughs> are you okay did you die? Slightly.
0: I mean, all your bodily functions do shut down for a brief moment when you sneeze.
2: Mm. Yeah. Did you poop? A little bit? Yeah. Okay. Just a little just, just a little, a little. tiny
1: chart. Uh, I've walked I'm... out of the theater before. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. I have two, because they, they both add up to me walking out of a movie. So, uh, there's a movie called Congo. About the apes in Congo. (gasps) Mm hmm. And, um. Isn't that
2: a Michael Crichton book or uh, perhaps somebody like
1: that? I, uh, was so bored in this theater, um, that, uh, first, well, I went with, I went, uh, with my cousin and some friends, and first I fell asleep, and then, um, Cause it was so boring. And I, uh, my cousin woke me up and she said, why are you sleeping? And I was like, because it's boring. And they were talking the whole time anyway. And then, uh, so we all left together <laughs> before the movie was over. So I don't know if that counts, but obviously we didn't care. The other one was, um, I'm probably gonna get crap for this, but I walked out of Titanic because it was the end of the movie. Okay, the boat, the ship had already sank. Uh-huh. I walked out when Billy Zane is up, look, uh, looking around for her, because I was like, freaking, just can we just end it already? Come to find out that was the ending. I sh- should have just stayed, but um, <laughs> I. Uh, was watching the end of that movie going come on like when he's up there i'm just kind of like i was kind of giggling to myself when he was looking around for her it wasn't really funny but i was like i can't believe this isn't over yet and the la- the, the theater was packed too and the lady next to me elbowed me and went stop <laughs> I was by myself and i went come on <laughs> this is ridiculous so i, I left after that because the lady pissed me off
2: but i remember when i went to see titanic in the theater mm-hmm. When when I was – it was me and my little brother who was younger than me at the time and my but father. But now
1: he's not. He's younger than you at the time.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's now um 45.
1: <laughs> anyway, you went to the movie.
2: um Yes. So we went to the movie. And as many people know, there are breasts oh, in yes. the movie. There are. And, you know, I, I think it was – I think I was just turning 13 or maybe 12 at the time. okay My brother's nine, right? Okay. So my dad – decided to take us, A, to a three-hour movie, <laughs> like children to a three-hour movie, a movie with, with boobs in it. Boobies. Yeah. See, so you should have held out for Titanic in 3D, because
0: that was something to behold. We've made this joke Ooh, before. I yeah. know. <laughs> Whoa, It's man. called
1: Titanic.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh, that is a poor choice, though. I will agree. Uh, the only movie I... Walked out of was not by my own choice. Okay, um, it was because I was also a child. I say child, probably like twelve or thirteen as well. Um, it was Austin Powers, the spy, who shagged me. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and my parents. <laughs> uh, yeah, my parents had a different idea of what that movie was about. I guess, and so <laughs> um... so they they decided. Okay, we're gonna go find something else. I think we watched, like. Some sort of animated something just w-
2: <laughs> moved over to a different theater and um, your parents grew up in the seventies, yes, they don't know what the word shagged means. Maybe they didn't read the full title. they just saw Austin
0: Powers and the bright colors. you know it's it? It. it's a perfect example of those of those parents who don't do their research, and granted, <laughs> it was before the internet was as popular influential as, as it is, but uh. But there are there are ways, yes, to to discern. Hmm, maybe I shouldn't bring my child to this.
2: There were entire <laughs> magazines and phone services and yes. everything dedicated to telling parents, "Don't take this your kids to this movie." <laughs> I remember reading those with you in high school, and I thought it was absolutely ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, baby. And uh, no, that that. <laughs>
0: A lot of parents make that mistake. I just don't get it. There is so much information at your fingertips. I mean, there are websites dedicated to telling you exactly which, quote-unquote, inappropriate things happen and at what point in the movie and exactly how long it is. Not... Not a dick joke there, but
1: (laughs) yeah, baby.
0: Yes, but yeah, to say like, okay, this person has a bare bottom for (laughs) fifteen seconds, you know, that kind of thing. Like, so you can make a very informed decision nowadays. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) that goes double for
1: theater for me because when you're walking out on actual performers, I've always had a problem with that, especially when you find it's that because you're finding something offensive. People, you gotta research your shows. You gotta know what you're going to see and paying money for. Um,
0: and yeah. also, and also, understand that art is supposed to make you uncomfortable from time to time. Mm-hmm. To take you on an emotional journey, you have to allow yourself to feel those feelings. Yes. And a lot of people just want to see a bunch of lights and colors
2: and not have to think about the content. At all. Right. And I mean, like, that's like one of the most powerful scenes going back to Jesus Christ Superstar is where like right after the big showstopper at the end of the show, they spend 10 minutes where Jesus is on the cross, just like kind of like, oh my God, I am dying. Mm. Holy crap. Here I am dying. I'm dying. I'm dead. And it takes, (laughs) it takes time to get through that scene. Yeah. And it's great. Absolutely. (laughs) So, yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Great. Good choice. Remember remember that scene in Austin Powers where the guy throws a shoe at him and he says, why do you throw a shoe? (laughs) Who
1: throws a shoe? That really hurt. What does he say? He's
2: like, I don't
0: because it was the opening credits that I walked out on.
1: the opening, oh yeah, because of the melons and all that. That's yep. the that's the right movie, right? With the where they're holding the melons. Was it, up was it the, the
2: first movie where um, Doctor Evil goes out into space with a giant dick spaceship, and they're like Johnson, and then they're like the big old dick thing? I think
1: that's part one. Yeah, yep, maybe
2: I I can I I no They idea. all blur together for I know. me. All I know except is for Beyonce Fat Bastard things. because that's that stuff is gross. Actually, Gold Number Two, that movie is. Grody, there's a gold member too. Well, no gold member oh. as well. I thought you meant a gold. Member two. <laughs> um, <laughs> we need to make a sequel and call it as gold well. Gold member, gold member as well. You
1: know, there was going to be, but this was before Austin Powers, and it took off, and that's the reason why he didn't do it. But Mike Myers was going to do a Sprocket's movie where he played oh. Dieter, if you're familiar with his yeah. Saturday Night Live days, where he played a character named Dieter in a black turtleneck. <gasps> that was the time I should block for every
2: dance. So I don't know how that would have done as a whole movie. That would re- that would remind me a little bit too much of, like, the... What's the gentleman who does <laughs> Borat and DJ? Sasha Barakow. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of, like, a Sasha Barakow. Yeah, car- that was Baron Baron. way
1: before him, his, his time.
0: Um, All right, my friends. But yeah, here we go. We are on another alternate ending, a mm-hmm. how it should not have ended Yeah, for the animated classic Aladdin. Aladdin! Would you call it Al or maybe just Din. Now how about Aladdin. Aladdin?
1: I love Aladdin. One of my very favorite Disney films. Mm, yeah, mine too.
2: Do you want me to ruin it for you? Ruin the ending? No, I just ruined the movie for you. Sure, oh God, I guess. What? So... What?
1: Tell me, Abu oh, no.
2: means Not Abu. in in Arabic, right? Means father, mm-hmm. <laughs> means daddy. So whenever Aladdin or anybody says his name, they're like, "Hey, daddy, how's it going, daddy? How are you doing, daddy?" Hmm. That's creamy as as heck. That's a little odd, but whatever. Oh, um, I thought it was going to be like, you guys gonna, like gonna feel weird about um, it.
1: Aladdin doesn't have a dad, dude. He's
2: trying to uh, cope. Have you seen Aladdin 3, the, the, the thieves one? Oh, no, I haven't. But thanks for ruining it for me. Uh, his dad is in the movie. It's
0: it's not much of a twist. Okay. It's it, yeah. <laughs> it's like the first thing that happens. He's like, hey, you remember
3: your dad is gone? Now he's back, and yeah. so is Robin Williams. <laughs>
1: <It's>
3: so... <laughs> well, finally, oh, oh, look oh, at that. Oh, scatter <laughs> scare, oh, Scattered, of, scattered of preferences. Oh,
2: and it's not, and it's not Homer Simpson as as Genie. Have you seen Aladdin 2? Yeah,
1: that I was uh, that was uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, um, yeah, the guy who plays Homer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dan cast casting Cass- uh, yeah, you know, it was yeah. problematic
0: for sure.
2: It for it's just reasons. sounded like Homer Simpson, and it wasn't it, like not even trying to be genie. Hey, Aladdin. <laughs> so, any news, also ending.
1: Um, I'll start, I suppose. Um, so, uh, my obvious ending is that Aladdin doesn't wish the genie free, he instead after they get rid of Jafar and Iago, Aladdin wishes that he had his own parrot. <laughs> and he gets one because, you know, he has one more wish. And
2: genie is still stuck. And,
1: yeah. and then the the well, then the other part, so that's like the beginning of the, the different ending. The sultan asks the genie if he can rub the lamp and get three wishes. And he says yes, so he does. And then he wishes to be tall and skinny. <laughs> Because he's short and fat, you know. Oh! Um, he wishes poverty away. So all the, all the poor people are now not poor. And he wishes that he also had a parrot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's the new ending. Everyone's got a parrot. So and here's... they're all of equal attractiveness
2: so here's... and wealth.
3: So <laughs> And all voice by Gilbert Gottfried.
2: <laughs> That's Aladdin 4.
3: They, they only
2: have Gilbert Gottfried. He's like,
3: hey, Jasmine! <laughs> yes, Aladdin! <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I love you, Aladdin! <laughs> um, so my my one, um, specifically going into that, you know how they go into... Um, Uh, the lion's mouth, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Cave of Wonders. The Cave of Wonders, Mm -hmm. right. Uh, He doesn't take his monkey down with him and then he grabs the lamp right off the bat like i understand yeah your monkey's your best friend you hang out with the monkey that dude steals stuff all the time yeah. you said don't take anything else yep i'm gonna take my kleptomaniac friend down <laughs> into a place where i know he's not gonna steal anything right wink 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 that's that's
0: very true ah, I that would so be dumb. very sensible of him it's like, all right abu you stay all right all
2: right, right da- all right daddy <laughs> all right Dad. in aladdin's
0: defense Perhaps
1: he didn't know there were valuables in the Cave of Wonders, and and he may have thought if he left Abu behind that he would wreak havoc in town, Yeah. in the village.
2: But you're going into a scary lion's mouth. True. And I'm you're picking saying, up what you're. And, putting you're and you're saying, and he said, "Don't steal anything." Well,
0: also that was almost an afterthought. Yeah, you know that was that was the last thing the lion said before he went. Into the mouth. Also, right. touch nothing but the lamp. Right. And so yes. he, was, he was already committed to to going in there and probably committed to taking a boo with him. He and then said, he's like, oh, well, that doesn't really change much. But he
1: should have said, hey, Jafar, or a uh, guy that Jafar is dressed as, can you watch my monkey?
2: Also, <laughs> <laughs> also, can I also mention that how do they grab the magic carpet if they're not allowed to touch anything down below? Everything else melted except for the magic carpet. Why? Oh, Why? Magic...
1: Yeah, I've, I've wondered that the too. The magic they carpet do walk across it before anything else happens. is
0: its own entity. It's not. It's not an object of
2: the cave of wonders. It is. It's down in there. It said, "Don't touch anything." Not don't touch anything except the lamp and the magic carpet that's down there as well so, that you'll fly around on. Okay. So, question: Do feet count? Well, yeah. Maybe that's... Because maybe he wouldn't that's... have been
0: able
1: to touch the stairs or exactly. the sand or anything. So, like,
0: huh. you could step on anything, but if you touch it with your hands, that's when you get in trouble. And, and that's true. why Abu is even more problematic,
2: because he's pedodextrous. All right. So so here is what <laughs> freaking Aslan says to him, right? When they're about to walk in, they're like, don't touch anything except for the lamp down
3: below. And and the carpet, and I mean, like you can and the stairs leading up to the lamp, yeah, and the sand, and the banister with, with as on the stairs. L- as long
2: as it's with your feet, you can touch the ground. Obviously, you can touch the ground. I'm not expecting you to not touch the ground because that would be if that ridiculous. were the case.
0: He would have provided the magic carpet right off the bat. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> like, hello, don't touch anything. Here is a magic flying carpet. Now you don't have to touch
2: anything. <laughs> yeah. Also, what part of the lion's mouth or stomach was the red diamond? Was it in fact his uvula? Is that right? The thing that uvula, dag- 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 you it, dangles you in the back of your throat? No,
0: I having just watched Santa Clarita Diet, I think it's that.
2: Oh, it's the thing that you throw up red ball. before, yeah, before yep. you turn into a
0: zombie. Ooh, yep, that's it's, grody. It's the Santa Clarita red ball, um, and that is my alternate ending. Oh. I thought it
1: was his dick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 All right, now I have to think about like. How this works scientifically. I mean, he did call it his forbidden treasure. <laughs> Do not touch my forbidden treasure.
3: <laughs> Who disturbs <laughs> my slumber? <laughs> please, please touch, please touch my forbidden treasure. It's down below. It's Hot red.
2: Boo. Oh my gosh, it's like a it's red. It's it's his dog dick. Oh. Cat
0: dick, though.
2: Cat dick. Oh no, that's even worse. Oh.
0: Okay so that's, uh, that's
2: that. that that was a thing gentlemen we just <laughs> that was weird
0: <laughs> i still love Aladdin
2: it's great oh yeah oh yeah
0: it's i mean i i had that memorized by the time i was 8 years old have a crack, up, pretty Polly. I always liked the Sultan he was of the movie. Who played the
1: Sultan? Does anybody remember? I don't remember his name, but he also played Santa Claus in Ernest Saves Christmas, huh. so that's what he looks I like.
2: I yeah. love the Ernest movies so much. Hey, Vern. Uh, <laughs> don't touch anything but the lamp, Vern. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, have you seen the Ernest Scared Stupid or Ernest Goes to Jail? I have not. So there's, I I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, right? So in Ernest Scared Stupid, it's the the Halloween special where this idiot guy is supposed to solve, like, you know, save the world from weird troll creatures, right? And their big weakness... Right, he goes up like to some mountaintop or some shit to find like the what specifically is their weakness, right? Of these villainous troll creatures, and it says M I blanked out K, and he's like, M I blank blank K. K, what could it be? Meak, meak,
1: hey Vern, I figured it out, it's meak.
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. And a wonderful close to
2: this wonderful night. Is it night? It is night. It's almost nine o'clock mm-hmm. here. Oh, yeah. What time? Yeah. Yeah. It's nine o'clock every... It's nine o'clock somewhere.
0: <laughs> oh, that's true. It is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, boys. Let's go ahead and sign off. Yeah. So uh, as always, folks, thank you so much for listening to the show. uh, yeah, make I, I, sure. I want to thank. I want to thank uh, the people who sent us questions this yeah, week. Yeah, listen. Let's let, let's thank Leo for the first question. Let's thank uh, Cecilia for that mm. second question. Thank you guys so much for for uh, uh, supporting the show and thank you for listening to the show. We've really
1: kind of blown up in listeners the past few weeks, which Absolutely. is really nice. Absolutely. And make sure if you do have stuff that you'd like to talk about or if you want to submit questions, you can send them to us at our email address, which is I always forget it.
2: What Podcast is it? at somethingrandommedia.com. dot podcast <laughs> um, I have to whenever we say our email address or any of our social medias I have to go now from here on out it's Got it. it's, it's it's my new it bit. is established um, so I also want to thank I want to thank KRFC this week because I didn't uh, thank KRFC earlier uh, today thank you to KRFC specifically this week is their fund drive uh, I've been saying fund drive which is it is fun I took my scooter here so it was a fun drive yeah but it's their fund drive drive
3: this Um,
2: (laughs) remember that time where you accidentally leaned on it and it just happened and we made it a thing at that point that was a fun time but anyways thank you to KRFC (laughs) this week is their their fun drive Um, if if at all if you like this show if you like um, Working Out The Kinks which is the other show that we produce or Talk and Roll which is our other show as well if you like any of our content that we are putting out Please consider, please, please, please consider supporting KRFC because they support us. Um, they have given us a fantastic space and the ability to use that and to market our our business and our company and our podcast through them and allow ourselves to become better artists in this medium. So um, if you go to krfc.fm, you can check out any of their fantastic shows on on air right now, or you can also check out any of their podcasts that they produce, which are ours as well. They have a donation button uh, up top. Please consider donating to them this week, even if it's a dollar. And if you call, do something over the phone, there's a chance you might
0: hear one of our lovely voices on the other end.
2: I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here all stinking week. All stinking week. And, and I will vouch
0: for that because he hasn't showered for a while. And
1: the diarrhea thing. Yeah. Oof.
2: So it is a stinking week. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you so much for listening. As always, yeah. I am your humble host, Charles Joseph Kelly.
0: That was most illogical. And I am Michael C. Macbeth. <laughs> I don't know. My name is Joel though, so yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool.
1: <laughs> cool. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 Joel, cool. Uh, Joel Adam Chavez. Um, yeah, look, Ed, look at us on Instagram and stuff too because we're trying to do more with that.
2: Yeah, so. we've got a lot of things going on on our Instagram. Uh, specifically, we're we're posting our six degrees and uh, if you solve them on our Instagram, we'll give you a shout out here on the In
1: fewer moves than we do, yes. Yeah, Ooh, if yay. you can solve it in fewer moves than us, then we'll, we'll give you a little a
2: shouty out. Don't cheat. Yeah. <laughs> No cheating! Uh, as always, guys, thank you so much for listening. And have yourselves a wonderful week. Bye! You do that every single time, and it's I always too. just like, oh, it's over, and then you hear, <laughs> at the yeah. end of the show, and it's and I like it. It's my bit. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the...